Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. Welcome back to the first team. I'm Joe DeLeon, joined by Ryan Roberts. We're doing yet another Scouting Report episode. We've got two quality tight ends in the 2024 NFL Draft class. I think we're going to have some differing opinions. Wide range of projection for these two guys. It's actually an interesting pairing that we're doing today. That being... CJ, is it? You said it was Dippery. I think it's was di- CJ Dippery. The I think it's Dippery. I think it's Dippery. Yep, Dippery. Uh, he has a very easily spelled name, but a very strange. Assu- There's so many different ways you could pronounce it, and as we know in the show, I'm terrible at pronouncing names. Uh, CJ Dippery from Alabama, previously the Maryland tight end. He transferred this off season, and then we're also going to be going over Benjamin Urasek, another talented Stanford guy. Right. Let's start off with Dippery. From Alabama, six foot five, two hundred and sixty pounds. You always got a lot of details. This guy came from Maryland, where he had moderate production, and then now he is going to be joining a team that I don't know if they really use tight ends that well in their in their offense. But we've got a new scheme. We've got Tommy Reese running things. What do you got for background on this guy? Well, I think that that's a great note to sort out with is that tight end will probably be something that's utilized a little bit more in the Alabama offense. Because to your point, Joe, I believe Cameron Latu almost had identical production to what C.J. Dippery had last year. Obviously, Dippery at Maryland and Latu at Alabama. So I expect mm. with the... I expect with the Tommy Reese layer for the tight end to be utilized a little bit more in Alabama's offense. This is a young man. That's he was a Scranton PA guy, Lakeland High School originally. Played quarterback, tight end, and was also an all-state discus thrower. 171 feet in discus, which is a excellent toss, absolutely excellent toss. This wow. kid, this kid could have this kid could have thrown discus on certain levels. He's not like a you know elite discus thrower on the like high Division one level, but he's still a very very good discus thrower. Moderate production to your points. Obviously took a big step forward in 2022. Only had three receptions in 2021 as a freshman, as a Richard freshman, I believe, or actually maybe, yeah, just a true freshman. Second year, 30 receptions for over 314 yards and three touchdowns. Very interesting player, like you said, six foot five, 257 listed on Alabama site, listed 260 on uh, Maryland. So he is a bigger tight end, a young man that is a very interesting player, hit the portal this offseason. And he was, to say that he was well-wanted would be a very vast understanding. Obviously, he ends up in Alabama. He had a lot of different offers, a lot of suitors, a lot of teams that mm-hmm. wanted him. Very interesting football player. After not being a – wasn't a very heavily recruited kid as far as, like, massive offers. So he gets a second chance, and there we are, man. C.J. Dippery is a guy that a lot of a lot of people really like, and Alabama obviously liked a lot. Before we continue on with this video, I just want to tell you folks about an exciting new partnership that we have with this channel with Underdog Fantasy. Ever since I joined, I've been having so much fun. There are so many different exciting games that make watching games during the offseason more exciting. I'm not the biggest basketball fan, but it has made it way more entertaining since I found Underdog Fantasy. And my favorite game to play so far, which I think you should try out, is Pick'em. It is so easy to play. Just pick higher or lower on your favorite player stats you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. 
Underdog keeps it simple with their easy to use website and mobile apps. Pick between two and five players to fill out your pick'em slip, get every pick right, and take home some cold hard cash. Use code HACK, H-A-C-K, HACK, like the name of this channel. Use code HACK to get your first deposit doubled up to $100 by Underdog. Go sign up. You won't regret it. You're going to have a blast. Check out Underdog Fantasy. I also want to tell you folks about our other reoccurring sponsor that we have on this channel, that being BetOnline, BetOnline.ag, which has all the updated odds, news, and anything for sports betting. It's my go-to source for when I want to be betting specifically on games. I love betting on college basketball or the NBA, uh, especially, again, during the offseason. Always looking for more fun ways to be uh, focused in on some of these other sports. It's BetOnline.ag and use promo code BELIEVE50. It's promo code BELIEVE50 to get 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. So Dipri, I, I kind of feel like his market was based on there just being a lack of overall tight end talent in the portal. Look, I think that he's a fine football player. Okay. Already off to a rough start here. <laughs> he's a fine football player. Yes. I don't think he's a great athlete. I don't think he's somebody who is very explosive. I don't think he is a super dangerous receiver for that reason. I also didn't see someone who creates a lot of separation in his routes. And then obviously he's not great linearly. I also had a little bit of an issue watching him block because I, I don't think that he gives a lot of drive off the ball, despite being a 200 listed at 260 pounds and then does not play with the greatest angles. Not saying he can't be a good tight end, not saying he can't be productive, but <laughs> my take here with Dipries, I just, I know I'm, I'm <laughs> you crapping like on him, him at all. Like you at all. <laughs> I think that, look, I think that you he is Joe, draftable can, because he's can big. Recap, can I recap this real quick? Can I recap what you just said? You just said. All right, I think he stinks. I think he stinks. All right, I was trying to be nice. I don't think he's very good. You just said. I don't think he's very good. You just said, I don't think he's athletic. I don't think he's straight line fast, and I don't think he can block. That's literally what you just said. That's what you just said. Do you, okay, let me ask you this before we kind of like give like an actual thought on like a projection on him. Yes. Do you a dis, do you disagree with any of those levels? Any of those things that I just brought I, up? I disagree with athleticism a little bit. I think he's a better athlete than okay. you do. I don't think he's an elite athlete. Like that's not what I'm saying, but I think he's a he's very average. I think he's a good athlete for his size. He's 257 to 260 pounds. If you put on okay. the Ohio State game, I think it was like the first play of the game. He ran like a little slide route, and he was out in the open, Joe, and he completely hurdled a dude in the open field. Like I think he's a little bit better of an athlete mm. than what you're giving him credit for, but I will say he's a very underwhelming blocker right now because I think that he's a kid that was a quarterback mostly in high school, and I think that he's still developing into his frame a little bit. I also think that this is a young man that I wrote down in my notes. I was like, he – I think that he – isn't fully – I don't think he fully understands of how big he is at times. I think that he plays yes. – like he, play, he yes. plays the tight end position like he's a wide receiver. And yeah. so I – But he's not built to play it like no, a wide receiver. That's the problem. He's not. No, because he's 257 to 260 pounds. So I'm interested to see how he develops at Alabama this year. I would say this uh -huh. as far as this kid's not going to be near the top of my tight end board right now. He's not going to be. I think there's some intrigue. I think there's some – parts of his game that I really like, but I, I don't think that we see him too differently in the sense that I don't think this is a top shelf NFL draft prospect right now. I think this is a okay. kid that has good size, good length. I think he has some athletic upside. I think he has good catch radius. And I, th I think he's a better athlete than you think he's an athlete, but he's not a blocker. He's very inconsistent. And he's a young man that 
needs to have a take a massive step forward. Alabama clearly valued him a lot, so we'll see if they utilize him in the offense a ton. But I agree with you to a lot of the extent, just differing a little bit on some parts of the evaluation. That's it. Okay. The funniest part, one of my favorite parts about doing the show is we always agree, but we always present it differently. I'm yes. always a lot more negative than you are. And I think that- You know, it's funny. It helps because it provides, it provides good context that way. I will say that. And I, th- I bet that our, our projection where we think this guy goes is, is identical. I'm willing to bet. You know, what's funny is that- I feel like I have said stuff to you before about being like overly negative and you were being super nice yeah. in your evaluation, even though you basically said the guy stinks. You just didn't want to say. I, yeah. <laughs> Look, I think that he's draftable okay. because he has the size, yes. he has the frame. And I think that you can look at, you just highlighted, you can look at some of those traits and say like, okay, big catch radius. He's got the weight behind him, but he carries it well. Yeah. This is somebody who might be able to be, um, an impactful second tight end on a roster. That's his ceiling for me. I don't really see a way that he secures his way into being a number one option, uh, a number one receiving option on a on a, in a team's offense in the NFL. Being a second tight end, he's a, a fifth at the most round pick, but I think more realistically, sixth, seventh round pick. I gave him a top 200 grid. I, I gave him a top 250, so I'm actually a little bit lower than you somehow. Somehow we got here and I'm a little bit lower. Oh. I, don't, I don't know how that <laughs> I think he's a borderline draftable player right now, but the thing I think we need to remember about C.J. Dippery is that C.J. Dippery is only going to be a true junior this year, and he has a couple years of eligibility left. There's development that could be had, but yes, today in a vacuum – he is a borderline draftable football player because he does bring some things to the table. But even if I'm projecting him to be a second tight end, Joe, the bad part is is that second tight ends, usually, unless your first tight end is a dynamo blocker, they need to be a blocking expert, a guy that can really handle the run game. CJ Dippery is not that guy right now. He's not. So no. it's a it's a muddled it's a muddled evaluation right now. I think there's upside, but there is a lot that needs to happen. A lot of development needs to happen for CJ. Well, so that's where I think is things are a little bit favorable is because he steps into an Alabama t- on onto an Alabama roster that the previous offensive coordinators and just the the past tight ends didn't really pan out as elite blockers, elite receivers. They were just steady. And I think now with Tommy Rees, I'm not saying that Tommy Rees is going to turn him into Michael Mayer. Right. It's not going to happen. Right. But one of the biggest folds in Notre Dame's offense was getting Michael Mayer the football. Yeah. They obviously did that because Michael Mayer was the best receiver that they had by a long stride. But, but, but I mean, Dupree's fine, yeah. and they might find wrinkles and ways to get him the football. And there's a lot of shade that you could throw at Tommy Reese. You know I'm not the biggest Tommy Reese guy of all time. I have never have been. But Shocking. But <laughs> – the one thing I will say about Tommy Reese is that he does understand how to utilize tight ends in an offense. So he does have that background. You know, I mean, we can't just say Michael mm-hmm. Mayer is so good and, and that was the only reason that he was productive. It's like, no, no Tommy Reese put a bit some pretty good positions to be productive as well. So I think Tommy will be fine in that regard. I, I think Alabama is going to be able to run the football and I think they're going to be able to utilize the tight ends. I just yes. have questions of yes. like what the – absolute upside is of the offense but that's another conversation for another day and a different show probably entirely so far i'm one for one on being correct that you agree with me and i think i'm about to be two for two on the fact that you agree with me. benjamin urasek so. from I don't think so. benjamin urasek from stanford six foot four 240 pounds my man can move what's the background you got on him before i get into my spiel four-star recruit pretty this is a pretty 
This is a pretty basic one, Joe. He went to Bakersfield Christian, so he's a California kid, stayed at home. Science, tech, and society major, whatever the heck that means, which is pretty dope. I saw, I saw that. <laughs> and and he's smart. That's what it yes, means. That means he's very smart. His mother played volleyball at Colorado State. His dad played football at Colorado State. He has four siblings, pretty basic stuff. So he comes from an athletic family. And I actually saw his high school basketball highlight tape, and it is oh it's good man it's really good he's a he was a very good he was doing like windmill dunks and all that type of stuff very good athlete benjamin you're a sack in high school Ryan, I got to be completely honest with you, man. I really like Benjamin Yurisek. I really, really like Benjamin Yurisek. Darn it. I thought that he was a, a really – you like him too. Exactly. This is my point. <sighs> I love Benjamin He moves. Yeah. Dude, he moves so well. There was one play, I think it was against Washington State, where they gave, they gave him an end around. On a 50-yarder. You, you have to, to, to give yards. <laughs> on a – to give a tight end an end around, yeah. my man's a good athlete. That doesn't happen. That just doesn't happen. And I'm stunned that they didn't try to find more ways to get him the football. I think with the new head coach, I'm blanking on his name, from Sac State, he is going to be very productive this upcoming year because they're going to air the ball out a little bit more. I see as a receiver, gets upfield in a hurry, explodes yeah. out of his stance. He is very quick, changes direction very well, provides a, a massive threat after the catch. Yes, And then on top of that, the thing that I always say on here, and I emphasize in this show, if I see physicality on tape, but maybe not dominance, I can get behind you at any position on the field. But for me as a tight end, if your technique isn't great and maybe your angles aren't great, I can at least commit to you developing as a blocker if you show me a willingness and intent. And I think yeah. he's really physical as a blocker. He's not that strong. He's not going to drive anyone off the ball. This isn't Darnell Washington. He's not going to completely bury somebody. But – I think if he had a little more weight on his butt, he's going to be a pretty good blocker. I, extremely well-rounded. I couldn't find a hole that made me pessimistic about this guy. He is very fun to watch. Joe, I'm so disappointed, man. I'm really, really disappointed. I, 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 I thought you weren't going to like him and we were going to have some discourse. I really thought you weren't going to like Why him. Why wouldn't I have liked him? Because he's not the he's not the biggest body of all time. He still has development needs to happen physically. Like That's not, not typically your type. It's not typically your type. But – My guy is about as good an athlete as you're going to find at the tight end position in college football. I mean, yes, the only two guys that are getting end arounds in college football are Brock Bowers and Benjamin Urasek. That's the only guys. This mm. kid is a legit four or five something athlete, in my opinion. He's incredibly explosive. He gets to his top speed in a hurry, which is very, very rare and very unique for a tight end. It's usually guys that are longer, and he's, you know, 6'4, 242 pounds. It takes a few steps to get to top speed. This kid, I think explosiveness off the line of scrimmage. Immediate. Is about as good as you're going to see. Explosiveness in and out of breaks. I do think he needs attention to detail as a route runner. But when he sticks his foot yeah. in the ground on his top ends and he gets out of his breaks, my guy explodes to open space. He can win after the catch. He can win as a route runner. He can win just by being a really good athlete. You know I always talk about this. The more ways you can create separation – the better of a football player and the higher I'm going to be on you. And I see that I see at least three different types of ways as a route runner, as an explosive athlete, and as a above the rim type of player that I think that this kid can win as a pass receiver. And I agree. I think 2021, very inconsistent as a blocker, very inconsistent because he's just a guy that's still developing to his frame. 
I forget what yeah. game I was watching this year, though, but it was one of the first reps of the game. He absolutely crumbled the defensive end. I was like, oh, he's got a little more upside as a blocker than maybe I originally anticipated. Because I like this kid in 2021 because I remember seeing him against Notre Dame for the first time, and he had a long touchdown catch against Notre Dame. I'm like, who the heck is 84? Like, who's that kid? Stanford has been a dumpster fire. He's still been relatively very productive, not quite as productive as he was in 2021, but if you watch this offense this last year for Stanford, it was terrible. It was awful, and it was a – a coaching staff that was on its way out, an, an immobile quarterback who couldn't really win outside of structure at all, with Troy mm. Taylor coming in, who was the Sac State head coach that you were talking yes, about. That's who it is. He had Marshall Martin as his tight end at Sac State, who was a very athletic, undersized tight end that was incredibly productive. Almost had 1,000 yards last year for Sacramento State. Benjamin Urasak. Even if Stanford isn't very good in 2023, which I don't think they're going to be, I think they're going to be a little bit of a bad football team. Benjamin Yurcek is going to mm. put up some numbers, sir. He is. They're going to be able to utilize him incredibly well. I think this is one of the best draft eligible tight ends in 2023 or 2024 NFL draft. Excuse me, because I see the upside as a pass receiver, and I think he's going to give you enough in the run game when all is said and done to be able to keep him on the field on running situations as well. I'm a big fan of him. I was hoping you wouldn't be, so I can go under yep. the radar a little bit, but my guy is very – Hell very no. Player. Yes. Hell no. I'm going to be pumping this guy up Uh-oh. for the whole cycle. I was so juiced. It was one of those guys where it was almost a slow burn. Like you're watching the first couple plays, and you're like, oh, this guy's pretty good. And then you're just like – Oh, 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 okay. He's got that in him. He can do that. Like, damn, like he gets the football and you're just watching the, the, the dynamic playmaking ability that he provides. Look, everybody knows who follows the, the YouTube channel that I'm not a Dalton Kincaid hater, but I'm a yeah. Dalton Kincaid truther. Yes. I think that Urasek is the guy that everybody was trying to make Dalton Kincaid out to be. Out to be. I think that Dalton Kincaid is fine. I think that he's going to be productive. I didn't see first round tight end yeah. on his tape. I see a little bit of – I see that capability to be a late first-round pick out of Benjamin Urasek because I think he's a better route runner, and I think he has better hands than Dalton Kincaid, which nobody wanted to admit last cycle. And he's a better blocker, which is very, very important. You want to you illustrate how bad the Stanford offense was last year, Joe? For this kid that I believe is going to be a 4-5-something athlete, and I think that he is one of the better athletes yeah. at tight end that I've actually evaluated over the last few years, he averaged 9.1 yards a catch last year on 49 receptions. They could. Get him the football, man. They couldn't get him in the football oh in creative God. ways. The year before, he averaged fifteen point three yards a catch, which is a great number. And you, so you lost six yards per catch from one year to the next. Stanford was an absolute dumpster fire this year, but this kid is a good football player, man. He's really good. I, I'm a, yeah, I'm in. I'm in on him. I think that he fits the mold of what people tried to make Dalton Kincaid. I, I agree, Joe. Yeah. I, I think that Kincaid's yeah. difference because Kincaid's a little bit better at the catch point winning above the rim than this kid is. But this kid is a better athlete, in my opinion, than Dalton. And I think that he's going to be able to separate better than Dalton Kincaid. So, yes, all the way in on Benjamin Yorsak. If he takes a step forward, I think this kid could be a top 50 pick. Like, I think he has that type of upside. Yeah, that's that's where I graded him out as was as a top fifty pick, and I also just want to add yeah, there. We're, we're agreeing the, way the too Stanford much on the show. We're agreeing way too much on the show, man. I don't like this. It, hey, man. Hey, man. It means that we're and this is very common. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Criticism of the show is that we're both very pompous, but we're just both really good evaluators. You've gotten me into watching more and more film, and we had a full cycle. 
And I think I've figured out, I think I figured out how to do this, man. I think that you have, uh, you've taught me well, let's put it that way. You've taught me well. So I'm, I'm taking a lot of the things that you've taught me oh, and I'm bringing it to the, to the table. Oh, now you're pumping me up. Proud man. father moment for yes, you. Now you're pumping me up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but final thought though on your sick though, I thought it was just really frustrating watching the fact that, um, they asked him to block so much. Like, I, I don't know why you don't take this guy and say, line him up in the slot. Let's just get him in space. Let's attack defenses vertically. And there it, was, I think that Troy Taylor, as a creative offensive mind, is going to get him the ball that way. I, I don't fault everything that happened with Stanford to David Shaw because I think that Stanford just generally does not support football and they just don't care as like an organization, which is just – I don't think that David Shaw had the full support all the time. That being said, you didn't utilize Benjamin Yorsek the best way you could. And then they had two stud offensive tackles as far as looking the part and being totally talented. And they couldn't develop either one. So Walter Rouse is now at Oklahoma and Miles Hinton is at Michigan. And they just could not figure it out with either one of those guys. So yeah, offensive development and utilization has just not been good over the last couple of years. It just has not been. No. Good enough to wrap us up on. I think our next show will be our tight end rankings. At Joe DeLeon, at Rising Draft, we'll be back with more. Hit that subscribe button. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.